Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Support WrestleTalk. Give us a subscribe. Hey everybody, I'm John Cena. Hey, it's professional wrestler Colt Boom Boom Cabana. Hey, I'm Double J Jeff here. And this is Rich Swan, Matt Riddle, the King of Rose. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Do it, bro. Support Ollie. Support Luke. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Home of Luke Owen. Whatever Wrestle Talk is, and whoever Luke Owen is, both the Ravens. Nevermore. Wrestle Talk. It's WrestleTalk's Best Wrestlers of 2020. I am Luke Owen, and I'm joined for this podcast by Mr. Davis. Hi. And Corporate Chopper. Hello. Oh, the Ollie Authority are strong here. Ollie Authority yeah. represents our, on this podcast. So it's we've done things a bit differently this year. Uh, the very first time that Ollie and I did our Best Wrestlers, we did them as separate lists. Um, and we both had a different interpretation of best and favorites because I put Alexa Bliss in my list and Ollie took the piss out of me because she was one of my favorite wrestlers that year. And As did the comments, favorite. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. They, they very much did, yeah. And they were super mad at me for not having enough New Japan wrestlers, even though mm. I think I had six. Anyway. <laughs> you should just make them up after a while. That's what I do. I look at other yeah. people's lists and make an amalgamation of them. To give the impression and I know more than I do. Well, I, I'll come on to that because I do feel like that's what you've done with these. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> How I'm, joking, I'm joking, of course. So we did our separate list. Then after that, we did kind of like joint lists together. We sort of like had an office discussion about who should go on the list. This year, however, we have had it as an anonymous vote. So people have uh, submitted in I, when i say anonymous i know who they all are uh people have submitted in uh their favorite wrestlers their favorite matches and their favorite pay-per-views the person they rank top gets five points second gets four third gets three etc etc uh and then i have collated all those points together so we've done it to the on-screen talent us three included all of our editors all of our website writers social media abby has got involved and it was also sent out to the wider wrestle talk family including the friendos at going in raw sean ross sap chris van vliet uh, muscle man malcolm true heel heat wrestling daily the whole team got him on board with that alex queen in the ring denise salcedo so we have got a lot of votes come in we needed to do an all authority list we should really yeah that should be the definitive list. I was just about to ask, who are who? Okay, Mr. Davis, who is your favorite wrestler of twenty twenty? Who do you think is the best wrestler of twenty twenty? Mr. Davis, three championship reigns. He's got a point, you know. But for realties, Joe, I mean, do you want me to tell you who you picked? Because <laughs> I've got, I've got oh, your, I... I've got your submissions. <laughs> is it Kenny Omega? Did I pick Kenny Omega? 
I'm pretty yeah. sure I remember who I put at least. I did this yeah. weeks who ago. Did, who did you do, Chops? I'm pretty sure I went for Drew McIntyre. Let's find out. Questionnaire. Find Ollie Davis. Uh, yes, Ollie, you did pick Kenny Omega and Pete. You did indeed. Oh, actually, no, Pete, you picked Roman Reigns. Oh, I did, didn't I? Oh, mm. the best wrestler of 2020. I, I originally had Drew and I changed it to Roman. That's right. Yeah. Yes, you did. You bumped down Drew into second place. But mm. I can now reveal the points as they have come in. So, in 10th place, the best wrestler of 2020, with 15 points, it's Chris Jericho of All Elite Wrestling. Okay, so this, this opens up, obviously... Not the best in-ring matches of the year. I can't think of... Obviously, had the series with Orange Cassidy. But I can't think of any in-ring work that really blew me away. Like, it, obviously, he dropped the title to John Moxley. That wasn't an amazing match. It was just a really cool moment at the end of the pay-per-view that we weren't expecting. Um, the best thing that he's done this year for me is Led Dinner Debonair. Mm. Yeah. Now, yeah. I, I think I wasn't expecting Jericho to be on this list. Um, because there are some names on here that did not make it on that I would have like put money on, would have made it onto the list that didn't. And Jericho was voted above that. Not only that, actually Jericho got not just five nominations, he got one <laughs> top level nomination. Someone gave him the full five points in the 15 that he got overall. Who? Uh, <laughs> man, what's his name and shame? Oh, Anonymous. It is, in fact, our um, Prince Charles Cinema friend, Jonathan Foster. Ah, okay. Mm. Well, you David know, there's, points. you can't argue against the fact that he is arguably AEW's biggest ratings draw. He was the top champion for the first two months. He has, he is impressive. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I always find it interesting when, when we do stuff like best wrestler, it really depends because I think a lot of people hear the word wrestler and they go, right, okay, who's been the best in ring this year? And that's not necessarily what it means to be a good wrestler because it's more about your character, how you connect with the fans, the not necessarily the caliber of in ring matches, but you're, you're doing, but like the level of star power that you bring to a company or something along those lines. Um, so, yeah, so I think Jericho is deserving of somewhere in the region i wouldn't have put him in my top 10 personally but somewhere in, it's it's not it's not an upset that he's in the, that he's in the top 10 for sure at number nine also with 15 points but with more nominations is oh. cody rhodes yeah okay he didn't have any of those killer matches this year did he Obviously, mm. first TNT champion. One, one of the most dramatic angles of the year, but reduced me to tears when Brody Lee beat him down and then the Dark Order also beat down Brandy. And there's that magnificent closing shot of Dynamite where they're both holding onto each other's hands. Legit yeah, there, made Ollie Davis cry. There wasn't any of those like real amazing Cody singles matches that we got through 2019. He didn't have a double or nothing match against Dustin. Like mm -hmm. I, I think that the match that he had with um, Orange Cassidy, the time limit draw, was really, really good. And actually, that Brody Lee match you mentioned, I thought was really good as well. Uh, his match with Darby at Full Gear was was fantastic. And I think that's probably why I I'm not surprised to see Cody on this list. And actually, the position that he's in is probably what I would have expected him to be. If he'd have been top five, I'd have been really surprised. But lower, lower bottom five, I'm, I'm actually like unsurprised by. I'm hoping for a clean sweep of AEW here. 
<laughs> I mean, b- before we start recording this, Kajopa did send me like, if there's AEW guys on here, I'm just going to look to you, lads. I'm just going to throw it to you guys. You watch it more than I do. <laughs> okay, well, in number eight, in the eighth position, this is an interesting one because this wrestler also had 15 points up until what? the last nomination that came in that gave him a bonus three to Ooh. give him a total of 18 points, and that is Limitless Keith Lee. Oof. Okay. Yeah, I was surprised. That's... I mean, because like, for, sorry, Chubbs, I was going to say for me, I love Keith Lee, but I don't think 2020 has been his year. But perhaps I'm only judging that on the last like six months. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, he, he had the whole North American title win, double champion in NXT, huge deal. But then that kind of got undermined by everything that followed. And it's been kind yeah. of downward since then. And even in August when he debuted and he beat Randy Orton clean at Payback, we were all like, oh my God, Keith Lee, amazing. But literally since August, that's a whole four months of not great stuff um, on mm-hmm. Raw. So yeah, I'm surprised to see him up there. He had a good start, but it kind of went a bit south. Yeah, he had that great match with um, Dijakovic uh, earlier in the mm. year. Uh, which Portland, I, I, right? I wish- yeah, Portland, which I think a lot of people forget actually happened this year because it happened in February, which honestly feels like you know five years ago at this point. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Keith, again, I think is probably in the right place for this, but I, I think his run on Raw has really devalued a lot of the good stuff that he had he did down in NXT this year. There was yeah. that there was that uh, stare down with Brock Lesnar and the Royal Rumble as well. But like you said, yeah. that that was that that was in that period between 2019 and 2020. Yeah, <laughs> the before times yeah the two and a half months <laughs> that don't exist anymore mm-hmm. yeah uh so yeah so keith lee actually got one top level nomination uh so he got one one of those was a full five points vote for him is this what we're gonna are we just gonna every entry we're gonna tear apart why they should be on here <laughs> well no i i think that we were we'll God, what do you mean tear apart? Well, Chris Jericho, we're like, oh, it wouldn't have been on my list. Cody Rhodes <laughs> didn't really have any great matches like he did in 2019. Keith Lee, oh, he got called up to the main roster. <laughs> Double well, champion, Royal Rumble debut, and standoff with Brock Lesnar. But yeah, perhaps that day. will change. Oh, winning pin, winning pin in the Survivor Series men's match in 2020. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not wrong on that one. So let's see if that yeah. changes as we get to number seven on this list, because we're actually on a bit of a jump up here. We had 18 points for Keith Lee, 33 points for the next wrestler. It's quite a jump up. Two top level nominations for former SmackDown Women's Champion Bailey, who well I would argue yeah. absolutely was is one of the shining stars of the COVID era of WWE in 2020. Had a fantastic year. Yeah, it was it was absolutely amazing. Her and, and Sasha pretty much carried WWE along with I'd say Drew absolutely carried WWE through the performance center era in particular. And her feud, whole feud with Sasha throughout the year was fantastic. She did a great job. Yeah. Yeah, Bailey was so good. And Sasha in conjunction with that. She didn't just make SmackDown really watchable. She made Raw really good as well. Like oh, their yeah. reign as the double champs when they both had two belts. Dear God, that was the best thing on Raw. Every week I yeah. was looking forward to the women's stuff. 
Yeah, I would argue it's like it's not just. I I agree with you. I think it's been the best stuff the WWE's had this year was the the Banks Bailey storyline, which you know it has gone throughout the entire year. They mm. had the match. You know, they were part of the same match at WrestleMania, and they were a tag team. They finally did the big split. They had a amazing match at Hell in a Cell. Really, really great match. I actually, it was so good. I wanted to see more out of it. Um, I, I've I've not been overly enamored with Bailey's booking since losing the title, but I think there is it's undeniable that she has just had a fantastic year. Promos, the way she has carried herself as a heel, wonderful. We haven't done a top ten list for like individual wrestling spots of the year, but remember when she tried to sell a tape, a a sort of thing in between the ring apron and the cage. Yeah, yeah, it's up there, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it's a good spot that. Not not sure what they were going for on that one. <laughs> what was she? Yeah. Was it a kendo stick? Yeah, it was two kendo sticks. She was sellotaping together to make like a bridge, I think, between yeah. them. Then she, she shouted the referee, help me, my hands are sweaty. My hands are sweaty <laughs> is what you can get the tape off. <laughs> Good. I'm glad that we ended off that one managing to find a negative so we could tear oh, yeah. them down. Totally. So we're, coming, yeah. we're getting into the top 10 there. Uh, and at number six with 37 points so uh, beating bailey by four with three top level nominations roman reigns is, is. In number six i okay so i think roman has had the best stuff in the entirety of 2020 in wrestling full stop but he's only been there for he's only had that sort of run in the second half of the year. The first half of the year, obviously, he you know, he was the runner up in the Royal Rumble, still as his old face character. And then obviously he took time away before WrestleMania. He was gone until SummerSlam. So that whole period and he wasn't there at all. I can see why he's not in the top five. However, I think the run he's had in the second half of the year has been one of the best in wrestling. I think his whole story with Jay has been absolutely fantastic. The head of the table character is amazing. I gush about it every single week on the SmackDown podcast, so I'm not going to do that here. I mean, I I feel like you should gush away because it, it is really good, but I, I do agree with you. I think that is why... Don't pull that face. <laughs> That's why. Such a... <laughs> gush over him more, Pete. <laughs> but I do think I... that that is why he's not been on the list, as, as Pete said, because, yeah, his great run has been last four months mm. yeah but it's the best stuff he's done in his whole career I absolutely think. Like it's, 100%. it's surpassing the shield stuff mm -hmm. which is why i think that he did get you know three top level nominations pete included and like you know you look at it, it's three four four five three one two one five three five one so like he also got a lot of nominations in there really really yeah. impressive stuff but he did not crack into the top five because with three top level nominations and 14 overall nominations with 43 points, Sasha Banks. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Also well-deserved. I mean, a lot of the stuff we said about Bailey as well also applies to Sasha. Uh, and I think she's even had better, book I mean, marginally better booking than Bailey since the whole, since their story has imploded. She's actually been treated like a champion, mm. which is nice. Mm. So yeah, I, yeah. yeah, it's quite refreshing. So yeah, I yeah, I can totally see that. She's great. Well, well done WWE and well done Bruce Pritchard for sort of giving them the platform and the focus and the time to tell their story together. I'm guessing there's no NXT women on this list. There are not. No, I will say that. Um... Yeah, Sasha Banks and Bailey are the only two women to have cracked our top 10. And in fact, are two of three that cracked the top 15. 
Um, well, I would say, yeah, they're the only ones who have really been probably properly pushed by the two major North American promotions throughout the whole year. So yeah, it's unsurprising. Io Shirai uh, got six points. Uh, Thunder Rosa got four. Uh, who else is there? Nyla Rose got two. Um, Bianca Belair only got one point. Only one nomination. What's she done? The one yeah. point role. She, oh, yeah, she got Charlotte. <laughs> yeah, she got beat by Charlotte yeah. and then eliminated from Survivor Series because she's too thick to understand a 10 count. Um, <laughs> I, I think that was the booking anyway. Um, so yeah, so I, I'm really pleased to see Sasha Banks in there because there was actually a period of time when we were doing this that no women were in the top 10. And I was like, oh, <laughs> was that when the website team got their picks in? Uh, yeah, very much yeah. so. Yeah, <laughs> team got theirs in early, and it was um, which is why Dexter Loomis nearly ended up in the oh top. Oh my god, Dan! No. Yeah, Dexter Loomis at one point in this list was tied with Will Osprey, Cody Rhodes, and Walter <laughs> as the best wrestler in twenty twenty. Nothing against Dexter Loomis. I think he's good, just not that good. Yeah. Um, I can tell you that uh, he did not. Yeah, he got five points overall, and that was that one nomination by Dan. Who gave so him Dan, a yeah, level nod. Nice, right? A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The top four uh, was really interesting because there was a lot of back and forth uh, around this. And there was a lot of like... Uh, jumping over each other, jumping back. Um, this wrestler with 46 points, three top-level nominations, really, really looked like he was going to be in the top three. And it's Hangman Adam Page. Mm -hmm. Ooh, yeah, he was high up on my list. I can't remember if I put him second or third. But like Pete said at the start, uh, what, what do you rate a wrestler on when you're picking your top five? Do you do it on the in-ring work? Do you do it on the character? Do you do it on the storyline? And in terms of character arc, Hangman Page has had the best 
character arc, the most realistic, unlike anything else I've really seen before in wrestling. And it's not over. It's like one of those arcs that's more so that's genuinely soap operatic because it doesn't have an end point. It's just mm-hmm. we are living with a real person who just so happens to be a wrestler, as opposed to boom, heel turn. That doesn't happen in real life all that often. It's like these these ebbs and flows and yeah, yeah, and his in-ring work has been fantastic. That singles match with Kenny, and of course, the best match of the year—the Revolution Tag. Yeah, that—that's exactly it. And actually, like the Hangman Page one, I found particularly interesting because that match of the year with Kenny at Full Gear wasn't designed to be like a match of the year candidate. It was just designed to be a really good match, a what a, a solid four-star match. It's like an MCU, an MCU machine where they're just like, hey, we just churn out four-star movies. That's what we do. Occasionally, one comes out as five. Sometimes they come out as two. But consistently, they're four. And I, and that, that was what the match was designed to be. And yet it got a lot of nominations for Best Match of the Year uh, mm. from some people. Low, low down, but I think that's a testament to how much people have really warmed to Hangman Page in 2020. Um, yeah, really, really pleased to have seen that. And he only just missed out on third place by one point. Oof. all he missed out on by oh man i will say just before we move on to to number three as well uh, i think if there was if we were doing like most improved wrestler of the year not necessarily like actual in-ring capability but in terms of star power and how the the fans view a character or a wrestler i think hangman page has got to be up there from you know from his initial run in AEW, going for the the world title um initially and that whole run and people didn't really connect with him properly to now being one of the most beloved characters in the entire promotion. It's an amazing arc for him as a wrestler. Oh yeah. You compare hangman page, like the popularity of hangman page at uh, all out 2019 compared to all out 2020. It's night and day, absolutely night and day feels so much more of a main eventer. And I don't know. They've done a really, really great job. Tony Khan should be very commended because he was, he took over that in 2020, you know, the start of the year, he was like that dark order thing that we ended off 2019 did not work. So uh, let's do something really big here. And we are sticking on the AEW train at 40 with 47 points in at number three with five top level nominations john moxley the former champion uh made it into the top three this year i'm sure that adam blompier will be very upset about this well he you know he, he had the championship all through a very difficult covid era you know he won it in february we're all so excited wow mox is the champion this is going to be so awesome and then like one of the big things about mox's appeal it's that kind of guttural, raw sound that he gets out of the audience. Very few people have such a like weirdly carnal connection with an audience of thousands of men. I think it's like that <laughs> inner anger that we all harbour. But the yeah, he's, he's held the title, you know, until the start of December. So what's that? A an eight nine month run with the belt. But and he had great, <laughs> he had great matches. And systematically, in every one, said that his finishing move isn't good enough. (laughs) That's the story of John Moxley in 2020, apart from being the champion and being excellent on promos, is, yeah, my finisher isn't that good or effective. So he was beating people with chokes and, was it, arm bars with Brian Cage because of that that injured bicep. So, yeah, a brilliant storyteller, like, in terms of physicality in the ring. 
yeah, I would say for Moxley, I, I think the reason why he's so high on this is, A, I think people really liked him as, as AEW champion. I, I loved his run personally. He was in my top five. Uh, but he's also had great top-level matches. I'd say the only dud title defense he had was against um, Hager in that empty arena match. And I don't think all the blame can be put on Moxley for that. I actually think it was a particularly good match. But, you know, the, the feud with Kingston, the, the feud with MJF, yeah. the feud with Brody Lee, I thought he did some really, really great stuff as champion. And his final match uh, as champion against Omega on Dynamite, Winter is Coming, was, again, really, really good. For a match that was designed to be, you know, is more about the angle at the end, the match was still really, really great. Now, in at number two who only beat Moxley by two points, despite getting six top-level nominations, there was a period of time where I thought that this wrestler was going to run away with it because he was top for so long. Like, early doors, absolutely running away with it. And then went through a, a huge spat where no one voted for him. And that's what... He nearly fell out the top five at one point. But with 49 points, it is the current AEW oh, champion, Kenny... Omega. He got, yeah, like about sort of nine, ten nominations, I think, in the end, six of which were to a top level, which is what did get him to second place, but he he failed to get the top spot, which I was really surprised by. So it was between two. I think we all know who the winner is then. And well hope done. So. Well hope so. <laughs> uh John John Morrison, yeah? Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, we yeah, all, yeah. Before we do, but I mean, what can't be said about Kenny Omega? You know, he is a, a wrestler that. Have... Sorry? That can't, that can't be said about him. You're He's absolutely bad. right. That can't be said about him because he, people were really down on AEW for not pushing Kenny as the top guy for him. That storyline where his story, his story was, I'm rubbish now and I'm <laughs> walking sad. That's my new gimmick. I'm rubbish it's... and bored about it. I'm bored yeah. by wrestling now. That was his thing. That was it. And but now we've got the best bout machine back, and he has had some great matches this year. Really, really great matches. I can't wait to see what he's going to do as the top level champion, not just in AEW, but also AAA, likely going to be all around the world to come in. You know, next year taking as the titles if they are going to do this belt collector storyline. I cannot wait. To see. I think Kenny Omega is going to. He may clinch the number one spot next year unless someone does pull out a really stellar year. Where do you think Omega would be in this if he hadn't won the AEW title in December? Well, I can tell you that most of these nominations came in before he won the title. So mm. that, so I wonder if, like, had the nominations come in after he won the title, maybe mm. been a bit different. Yeah, it's possible. I think I, we all guessed, though. I think we we'll guessed the belt. In the belt. Yeah. <laughs> ah, yeah. <laughs> but but we didn't guess the whole impact thing. And I think mm -hmm. like that, like with Don Callis, that's a big part of that. I think that that's what got a lot of people really excited. And I, I do wonder if if we'd have done this say on December third, unfortunately we couldn't because of time restraints, but if we'd done some December third, whether or not there would have been a lot of people who would have just like reactionarily voted for him higher. Yeah. With recency bias and all that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought you were just making fun of us for AEW bias there. Uh, but no. <laughs> <laughs> you just hear the word bias and instantly you're like, oh, commenters coming at me again. However, in at the number one spot, Go not on. only with, sorry? That's it. Go on. <laughs> oh, sorry. Not only with seven top level nominations, but an incredible 19 overall nominations. Kenny Omega got 49 points. But our winner with seventy-two. Whoa! 
absolutely run away with it is Drew McIntyre. WWE Damn right it is. Drew McIntyre. Damn and right well it deserved. is. Yeah. Well deserved. Winning the Rumble in January, winning the title at WrestleMania. Really great feuds with Seth and with Bobby. I think people uh, people sleep on that Bobby Lashley feud. Um, MVP did some amazing mm. work again. Both those guys massively over in all of that. And then the seemingly never-ending feud with Randy, but did actually have some really good matches and moments out of it as well. And now uh, the stuff that he's doing with AJ Styles. I think he has had a, aside from that one blip where he lost the title for you know a matter of weeks, which I do think was an error, a, a, an absolutely stellar year for Drew. Yeah, it, it's hard to beat a year that he's had, especially, and speaking of uh, most improved wrestlers, he's been amazing always, but in the eyes of the fans... In 2019, he was nothing. He was part of the mid-card vortex and whatever. He was Dolph's bodyguard. He was nobody. And then turning that around, turning him face was the key to it in uh, December last year. Going in straight in at the Rumble. That reaction, I'll never forget the reaction to Drew winning the Rumble. That was such a good, feel-good moment. And then going on and having an incredible year and being along with Sasha Banks and Bailey, one of the key factors that actually carried wwe through the whole COVID era he's been absolutely amazing yeah and we we you know we criticize wwe a lot uh but this is because of them you know D drew took the ball and ran with it but wwe give the ball to very few people like two people in the last decade i can think of and they really really pushed him even when paul Heyman was removed when that happened i was like oh no drew yeah but <clears throat> They let it, they like, they have pushed him so hard. There have been episodes of Raw where they built the whole of Raw around, ah, but stick around because Drew McIntyre is going to be interviewed in the main yeah. event. And you're like, what? And he doesn't even say anything of note, but they believe he's a draw. And sometimes it's that, especially with WWE, it becomes that self fulfilling prophecy where they treat him like a draw. He becomes a draw. I mean, that's really how stuff should be booked. And lest we forget, he made Dolph Ziggler look like he was genuinely going to win the title at Extreme Rules. Yeah. How, yeah. how, how did he do that in 2020? Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, congratulations to Drew to round off our top 10. An incredible, like I was 72 points against Kenny Omega's 49 is, is really, really impressive. Just to uh, go through who didn't crack into the top 10, who just missed out. Bray Wyatt's just missed out on a place in the top 10. Um, got 14 points. Bear in mind, uh, just a reminder, Chris Jericho at uh, 10th got 15. Mm. So lost yeah. out by just one point. Uh, it's it's so hard for Bray. Sorry, just, just really quick for Bray, because he had probably my favorite match of the year being the Firefly Funhouse match, but he's not really done anything else. He just yeah. by Goldberg. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, uh, Bray, you know, he got two top level nominations. He got two five points votes, but wasn't enough for him. Uh, number 12 with 11 points and also with 11 points um, is Asker and Eddie Kingston, uh, both mm. getting 11 points. Eddie Kingston comes in higher because he had more higher level nominations than Asker did. Um, number 14, Adam Cole Bebe with 10 points. And with nine points, just making it to the top 15 is Will Ospreay. He actually drew with Walter, Tetsuya Naito, and the Young Bucks, but he did get one top-level nomination, which is why I've given him the official uh, stamp of 15. I think the Young Bucks would be higher if um, if the list was phrased more as like top 10 or top 5 acts. Because when, mm -hmm. you, when you say wrestler, wrestlers, your mind goes to single stars. Also, just like 
you know, I, I don't want to play into this narrative, but I think our treatment of NXT is is reflective of the the general interest in wrestling writ large. And the highest rated NXT person there is at number 14. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. And it, interestingly, with the Young Bucks, there were people who did just nominate them as the Young Bucks, but sort of specified specifically Nick Jackson. Ah, so, right. so Nick That's nearly got like, yeah, <laughs> poor old Matt. Poor um, but yeah, so like the Young Bucks did get quite a bit of love. It just wasn't enough, unfortunately. Um, do you have anyone that you would like to know who they voted for as their best? Oh, Andy Jackson. Louis. Andy Datsun. Uh, John Moxley was Andy Datsun's number one pick. Hmm. Uh, Louis had Drew McIntyre as his number fair. one. Yeah, obviously. Yep, fair. Uh, not FTR. I thought he would get no, 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 not FTR, not best buds. FTR. No. Um, Alex had Bailey uh, as her top. Mm. Um, Denise had Drew. Sean Rossap had Kota Ibushi. Kota Ibushi, by the way, got where is he? Where's Kota Ibushi? Eight points overall. And that's hmm. the top level nomination that Sean gave him, and three that someone hmm. else gave him. Um, but I think with New Japan, because I was surprised that there wasn't more New Japan people in there. But I think it's because they haven't had uh, the year that they usually have. Like they didn't like this year's G1 was really good, but it wasn't like the G1. You know, like as it has been for like the last three or four years. So I think that's why people like Kota, uh, Akada, uh, Tanahashi didn't crack into the top 15 at all. Plus their top champion was evil for a good, uh, mm. a lot of months there. And that just didn't work. Yeah, unfortunately. So, um, hey, here's a fun one. Um, Exchina, um gave five points to Orange Cassidy. Who did? Her, her top pick. Uh, Xenia, who was one of the uh, the guests that we had on podcast. Yes, uh, she had Orange Cassidy as her top pick. One of the best matches of the year against Pac. He did, yeah. Uh, he also got eight points as well. So that is going to round us off um, for our best wrestlers. Who are your favorite, your best wrestlers of 2020? Do let us know down in the comments below. Get in touch with us. Tell us that we're wrong. But it's not just us this time. There's loads of people that voted. Tell Sean he's wrong or something. Um, also, click the videos that have just appeared on screen to catch up with more uh, great Russell Talk content. We've got another couple of these. We've got best pay-per-views and best matches coming up in the next couple of days. But I've been going. This has been Mr. Davis. That was Chopper and that was wrestling jam that jam hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.